Holy shit, airline travel can suck sometimes. All right, story time. Gather around, gather around. Spring break 2022, our family and another family met in Fort Lauderdale for a week vacation. Had the kids, it was a great time. We had a great house that we rented. Food was great, wine was great. Uh, it was also the same week that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, so that was pretty funny to talk about. And I had a great vacation. On Saturday, the vacation ended on a Saturday. We all go to the airport, the other family flies out, no problem. Us on the other hand, not so lucky. We're getting close to boarding. All of a sudden we see that our flight's delayed and then we see that all of the flights are delayed. This was a Southwest experience. Uh, what ended up happening, they had a technology issue that delayed all of the flights. So we were sitting there waiting for two, three hours, I think. And then finally ours was set to take off and uh, we get on the plane, we go out there, we wait on the tarmac for like an hour for some reason. Finally get ready to go. You can hear the engines revving, pilot comes on. Sorry to burst your bubble. There's a huge weather system that's now moving across Northern Florida. So we cannot take off. We have to go back to the gate and be delayed for further another hour or two or whatever. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. Now we're flying from Fort Lauderdale, South Florida to Texas. And if you look on a map, I did not think that you needed to drive north or fly north to Northern Florida before you could take a left, but I'm not a pilot. So what do I know? Anyway, we go back, we're waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, they come on and say, flight's been canceled. And that's when all hell broke loose because this technology issue was across all of Southwest. I think it even made the news. So all of the pilots, all of the flight attendants, and all of the customers were stuck. We're all in the same boat. And the weather system that moved across, it basically grounded everything coming out of Florida for Southwest. So just the airport is crazy. We're standing in line at Southwest trying to talk to someone. Both my wife and I are also on the phone with Southwest trying to see who gets through first. And long story short, the earliest and only available time that they could book a flight for us was Tuesday at 6 a.m. So it's Saturday, late Saturday now, but it's Saturday and Tuesday morning is the first thing. So we have to figure out a place to sleep Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday night and just make the best of this. So we finally find a hotel, the Renaissance, which is a nice hotel. And it was over by um, where the, uh, the cruise ships take off. So we thought, okay, cool. And we get there, not so cool. This place is just an absolute dump. The hotel smells like hamsters. The restaurant's closed. Everything's dirty. So we get there and we're like, we cannot, we cannot stay here for three days. Like this is not going to work with a kid. So my wife, God bless her, we find another hotel, ends up working out great. And we're there for a couple of days and had a really fun time making the best that we could of a bad situation. So Tuesday morning rolls around at 6 a.m. My wife and I get up and uh, at about 3 a.m. Sorry, our flight was at 6. We get up about 3 a.m. to try to uh, get ready for the airport and then eventually get our daughter up. We look at our app, flights canceled. We're like, holy shit, so now what? So I'm in my boxers. I go outside at like, this is like 3.15 in the morning out in the lobby or in the hallway, not the lobby. That'd be awesome. Uh, and I'm on the phone talking to this lady about 45 minutes later, the next available flight that we could get was Wednesday at 7 PM leaving Fort Lauderdale. That's because just this whole mess, all the pilots, all the flight attendants and all of the customers, there were no rental cars and there were no flights in Fort Lauderdale, West Palm, Miami Dade, Orlando. 
So we looked at any option we could to try to get north and then figure it out, but nothing worked at all. So we had to wait until Wednesday night before we could fly out. Now, the problem is uh, my wife, she's a smart person. She decided to bring her laptop on vacation. So for her, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, she was down in the lobby and it was an inconvenience, but she could basically have some semblance of a normal workday. For me, not so much. Why, you ask? (laughs) Well, I did not bring my laptop. So what did I get to do? Well, on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, I spent all day hanging out with our daughter, which was great. And she's a, she was a super trooper, uh, great movie, by the way. She was a super trooper during all this. She, you couldn't have asked for a better buddy to be. But she was still napping at the time. So every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I had to go upstairs and pretend to or try to take a two-hour nap with her in the middle of the workday and mute my phone. And just it was just a mess. So we finally fly out 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. Uh, and we have to have a layover in Houston. Uh, we land at like gate one and our flight leaving in like 14 minutes is gate out of, you know, 101. So of course we're just sprinting through the airport. We barely make it, but we do. Everything's fine. Now, the reason I'm telling this long drawn out story is because something that you'll see in a second, because this is where the fun begins. The next day I'm on the phone with Southwest saying we got some splaining to do because I need to get reimbursed uh, for this huge fiasco. And they basically said, can't do anything over the phone, have to submit everything online. So I had to submit a timeline, all my receipts for the hotel and uh, the food and any Ubers that we took or any of that kind of stuff. So we did all that. They said, wait two weeks and we will call you. I waited two weeks, never heard from them. I called them and they said, we never received it. Can you resubmit it? So I resubmitted everything else, waited another two weeks, never heard from them, called them back. And they said, oh, we haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Wait another two weeks. Waited another two weeks, didn't hear from them, called them back, and they said, oh, uh, it's denied because it was a weather issue Why you were delayed. So I had to explain to them it was not, and it was technology. They asked me to resubmit everything again, including that, which was already included, but I guess I had to highlight it or include it twice or something, and then wait another two weeks. Never heard from them, called them again. Now, we're two months past this already, and they said, well, the most we can do is expense you um, for like one of your hotel flights and one of your, or one of your hotel nights and one, uh, airline ticket. So I had to stand up and say, no, like that's, that's not going to fly. That dog don't hunt. As we said in Texas, when I lived there. So I had to resubmit everything again and further explain why I thought we were entitled to more money. Had to wait another couple of weeks, had to have a conversation with somebody and then they finally approved it for everything except the alcohol, which is a shame because there was a shit ton of alcohol in those receipts. But the moral of the story, the reason for the lesson is that was a great lesson for me firsthand to see being your own advocate is an absolute necessity in life. And also teaching that to your kids to be their own advocate and as parents being their advocate for them. And another takeaway I had was as much as I wanted to reach through the phone and just strangle someone during all this, uh, I didn't. I was firm, but... I didn't have to be a jerk about it. And I think that was important to see because both my wife and my daughter and even even grandma who was around for parts of this uh, saw me during some of that interaction and saw that I I hopefully did a decent job of handling a difficult situation without resorting to just yelling and screaming and doing all that. So we'll talk more about that. And right now it's time for today's sponsor, I Wish I Had. (laughs) 
Right now, it's time for today's sponsor, I Wish I Had. And today, as you can see, today's sponsor, I Wish I Had, is Spiceology, the periodic table of flavor. These guys are awesome. They have over 300 spices, blends, rubs, salts, chilies, whatever, you got it. They are awesome. And these three right now are the favorites that I have currently uh, in my spice cabinet. This bottom one here is called O Canada and it's a steak seasoning, and I used it just recently to put on two fillets that I grilled rare, and then I sliced them and put them over some marinated tomatoes and shallot and put a big old burrata ball right in the middle of that. And that was just gobbled up by everybody. Really, really excellent flavor. This middle one here is an espresso chili rub called Cowboy Crust, and this is great for larger cuts of meat like a pork butt or like a brisket, state bird of Texas. And I've used this, really, really good stuff. I'm the only one in my family that likes the coffee kind of flavor on, on large cuts of meat, so it's a little hard for me to eat a brisket by myself, but awesome stuff. And my current favorite right now, the gold medalist uh, in the spice cabinet is this raspberry chipotle. This is one of the best spice rubs I've ever tasted, period. And right now, I've been putting it on chicken thighs that I grill, and then just the other day, I put it on some sweet potato fries that I put in the oven. And man, I love that combination of the sweet and the spicy, and then you add a little smokiness in there. It is just outstanding. So I cannot recommend these guys enough. They have over 300 of spices, blends, uh, herbs, marinades, you name it, and it is fantastic. So check them out, Spiceology.com. Spiceology, the periodic table of flavor. Today's sponsor, I wish I had. Okay, since we're talking... Uh, about airlines and airport experiences, I got to say, I have never felt less freedom in my entire life than when I am at an airport. And it's so infuriating and it makes you wonder how much maybe we take some of that for granted. But you go to an airport and right off the bat, it's just a giant middle finger the entire experience, right? Like the baggage area, where you go to check in, it's just a cluster no matter what. No matter what you do, it's everybody's first day at the airport. Like people are just, they're bringing in furniture, like they have no idea what they're doing. Um, go through the security line, and this one drives me nuts because it's supposed to be standardized, and it is, except it's not because when I go to some airports, um, I have to do different things even though I have pre-check, which is weird. And it's been better recently now that I've moved to Arizona. But man, sometimes flying out of DFW, I go through the line, um, and you gotta take your laptop out of your bag. Like, okay. And then I come back on the way home from wherever I'm flying and I put my laptop out and they're like, you don't need to take your laptop out of your bag. Okay. Well, they told me I did in Texas. No, they didn't. You're right. You win. Awesome. Then they can pull you out for any reason at all and just dig through your stuff, whatever, and call it in the name of security. I get that. Sure. But I feel like if we can privatize space travel, we should be further along than we are with being able to tell if someone's got something they shouldn't have. Uh, in their suitcases. And this is the one that drives me the most nuts is you can't bring a water bottle. Uh, well, you can bring a reusable one, but you can't bring water or liquid through security, which is funny to me because they say that was, that's because you could, you could make something nefarious and cause harm to an airplane. However, you can bring a Bic lighter or a cigarette lighter on an airplane. So you can't bring a bottle of water on an airplane because that could be dangerous and, and you could, explode the plane. However, you can bring a lighter on an airplane to light the plane on fire. So what went through my head with that was, why is that? 
and I'm not a conspiracy guy. I don't have a tinfoil hat. I don't think there's nanobots in the COVID vaccine. I don't think uh, Maui fires were started to AI the city or whatever. But it is kind of weird that you can bring a lighter, but you can't bring water. And that makes me consider the amount of lobbying going on for big tobacco. And the funny thing is when I was typing this up uh, and writing this out, it autocorrected to big Tabasco. And I think that would be awesome if everything behind the airports was not big tobacco. No, it was big Tabasco that was not letting you bring water. And it was big Tabasco uh, that was charging $9 for a bottle of water as you walk through the airport. So that was pretty funny. But also when you go through the airport, uh, if you notice, and there's been recent articles and studies to show that that they're putting longer and longer um, walkways in between gates uh, at the airport, and that is so they can fit more commerce in between. So you have more stores in between, you have a higher likelihood of, of spending the money. And I get that there's some additional charges that go into putting, you know, bringing food and supplies to the airport as opposed to just a regular restaurant, but... Or, or a regular convenience store or gas station, but you cannot tell me that the bottle of water that costs $2 at, at a 7-Eleven uh, is going to cost me $9 because that extra $7 is needed in order to make up the difference for the labor and the gas and everything. Like, I'm not buying it. So that drives me nuts. And uh, I just, I don't know what to say about that. Also, also, uh, you're walking down the walkway or hallway or whatever the hell it's called at the airport. And uh, the little guy that's driving the golf cart, uh, if you haven't noticed, they don't stop for anybody. And I love that they just take up the entire middle runway, uh, walkway, hallway, whatever you call it. They're just flying down there and you have two choices. You can get run your ass over or you can step off to the side. I think that's uh, that's great. So yeah, the whole feeling of, of freedom just sort of evaporates when you're at the airport and uh, your flight gets canceled. Too bad. Right, your gate is one. Now it's gate one hundred and one. Get over it. Make the change. Uh, one time when I went on a guy's trip in DFW, going to Las Vegas, I got there a couple hours early. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have some bourbon. I'm gonna hang out. It's a guy's trip. My gate changed seventeen times in like three hours of where I was gonna fly out. And if anybody's been to DFW airport, it's a big ass airport with like five or six major terminals, and there's a Skylink that you can take in between. So I'm sitting there having a bourbon, like, you know, two, two stops down from my gate. And all of a sudden I'm, I got to run to the other end of the airport. I'm on the sky tram all the way across the other end of the airport. And then it tells me it's right back where it was like one over. And then that just kept repeating for like 17 times. It was just outrageous. Okay. So enough ranting about, about my airport frustrations, but back to the topic of being your own advocate. That was something going through that experience. We've all been there. And I think our initial reaction is to get upset and kind of puff our chest out and, you know, oh no, you didn't, that kind of thing. And I think for our children and for each other, for our spouses and, and our family, I think we, we need to make sure to do a better job of leaning on the facts. And if you are prepared and understood and organized, uh, you can let that do the talking for you. So as parents, I think we have an obligation to show our children the right way to handle stuff. And it doesn't mean that you back down or that you quiver and walk away. But it also doesn't mean that you go full Karen mode and just start laying into someone uh, who probably wasn't responsible for it in the first place. Now it's time for our Just the Tip segment.
And today's just the tip segment to kind of keep with the travel theme. This was something that we did on this uh, Fort Lauderdale trip that we took a couple of years ago. We rented a car and the car that we rented uh, was actually the same car that we drive at home. And the reason that we did that is number one, you're familiar with it. Uh, you know what you're doing. You can sit in, you know how to fix the seat and the mirrors and all that. You know where the buttons are on the radio and how to turn the car on and all that. But more importantly, our daughter's in a car seat, so it made installing the car seat that much easier because you already know what you're doing. And for whatever reason for me, my wife hates when I do this, but when we have to put the car seat in together, I just short circuit. Like my brain just goes dead and I have no idea what I'm doing for, for whatever reason. Installing a car seat is not that hard, although it can be frustrating, but I just go completely brain dead. So having the same car that we had maybe was a... a a good help in my direction, but I think it's a smart thing. So if you're traveling and you have to rent a car, if it's within your budget, uh, try to look for the car that you already have. And it makes it that much easier because you know how to pack the car with your suitcases. You know where everybody sits, you know where everything goes, and you know how to install that car seat. Okay. In this segment, we like to recognize someone or something that's really awesome. Most people like to give people or places a shout out and I like to give them a whisper in. Stop rolling your eyes. Stop it. It's not that lame of a name. You try coming up with something more creative. Go ahead. I'll wait. Okay, I'm done. That's what I thought. Whisper in. This week's whisper in is an Instagram account and person and fitness studio that I've been following for several years. It's called Jeremy Scott Fitness, and he runs a fitness studio that is in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is not too far from where I live, but I was following him for several years when I lived back in Texas, and he seems, even though I don't know him, like a really cool guy because he's got some Michael Jordan stuff up in his gym and office, and he likes the office, and he also seems to be pretty reasonable when it comes to expectations on working out and eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle. And he and his wife run the studio and they seem like they're pretty cool people. So if you're in the Scottsdale area, I highly recommend checking out Jeremy Scott Fitness. And if you're not in the Scottsdale area, I highly recommend checking out Jeremy Scott Fitness for Instagram and his podcast, which is also really cool. So that is today's Whisper In. All right, before I wrap up, just a quick recap. So we talked about the flight fiasco from Florida uh, and the moral of that story and the lesson learned for us and for our children is being your own advocate. And being your own advocate does not mean uh, that you get to yell and scream, but it also does not mean that you just walk away and take whatever is given. Stand up, teach your kids how to stand up and uh, things will work out for you more likely than not. We also talked about a lack of freedom at the airport. Next time you're walking through the airport, pay attention to the fact that how difficult it was just for you to get to walk to the airport uh, and that you're paying $9 for a bottle of water and that your flight can be canceled because of reasons or moved because of reasons and there's nothing you can do about it. Sponsor I wish I had today was Spiceology, the periodic table of flavor. Those guys are awesome. Check them out for real. And today's whisper in was with Jeremy Scott Fitness. That's an Instagram account that I've been following for several years. 
He and his wife run a fitness studio in Scottsdale, Arizona, close to where I live. Very cool place. He also has been doing a podcast for several years, has tons of great guests on there. Very realistic, very reasonable about uh, healthy approaches to working out, eating, just living a, a good life. Very cool. So check them out. Thanks for watching and listening, and we'll be back next week. Have a great day.